Popcorn Princess herself, Ryan Courtney. Welcome to another episode of Pop Music for Smart People, where I am joined by the amazingly talented Raquel. Raquel, is that how you pronounce it? Yes. Awesome. Um, yeah, so, hi, how are you? Good, how are you? So nice to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I know. It's like a long time coming. We feel like we've been organizing this for a minute, so I'm glad to finally have you on the show. Yeah. Just wanted to get started and ask you about... Like you as an artist or artist name, I know you just had a, a change with that and just how you got into music and to begin with. Awesome. Yeah, my name is Raquel. It's R-A-A-Q-E-L. And I just changed my name from Raquel Devar. Part of that name change was me um, not wanting to associate with some old releases that I had and kind of like taking back control of my music and having a clean slate. So it's been extremely liberating to be able to move over my my most popular and most favorite songs that I want to keep under my new name and like no longer be putting out music under Raquel Devar. You know, it's it's really amazing to just be able to have like full control again because um yeah, there was just some old releases that were associated with people that I no longer have contact or like, you know, there was some drama there. So in general, like how did you get into like music and especially how did you get into hip hop and rap? My father is a conga drummer and like a badass musician, drummer, salsa dancer. So I grew up around that. And then my older brother is a scratch DJ. So um, he is seven years older than me. So I was listening to like, you know, dope cuts as like a you know five six seven year old so you know it was uh or no he didn't get turntables until he was 14 so I was listening to him scratching since I was seven so you know I just grew up on like a lot of scratch music and hip-hop and just and just like growing up in the bay area during the 90s like was you know lots of hip-hop everywhere so um it's kind of just like a been a part of my life uh forever yeah i mean i guess that was kind of like the the revolution a little bit in the 80s and 90s like in california for like west coast like hip-hop and rap west coast hip-hop for sure yeah like er everything was big back then um you know it it was a really good time and it was so cool to have a brother who was a dj because i was like constantly like stealing his cds and stuff and being like oh i'm gonna take this and you know it was just like and then he would get mad at me and then lock them up and like yeah it was it was good times i'm i'm really fortunate to be able to be exposed to so much cool music when i was a kid yeah i wish that i'd had a brother that was like into cool music like that my brother was like rocking like corn and like death metal when I was younger. So I was like, Oh, I don't know about that. Style. That's not my thing. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> 
I was going to say my sister was really into metal. So like, I totally agree with that sentiment where I was like, she just taught me how to headbang when I was little. She was like, she's just like, go like this. And I was like, yeah, headbang. Like, and that, that was my, my first dance move, I think. (laughs) Yeah. My, uh, I got most of my musical influences from my parents. My dad played music for a really long time. Um, and my mom was like disco queen. Um, and like introduced you that whole side of like, uh, like dance music and, and disco music. Um, but yeah, hip hop definitely. I, hip hop and rap, I would say, I like really discovered like on my own. Like when I was really young, I just kind of like could delve through music to find the stuff I like. But I remember like the Fugees is, I don't know if you could see this, but um, I have my like albums that are kind of like my inspiration albums. Ooh. And so the Fugees is one of like, I've loved that album for so long, the score. Oh yeah, that's a classic. And then Sade and Britney, of course, but. <laughs> Sade and Britney, nice. That's a good trio. I know, that's like the, that's like, I call that the spectrum. So that's like, like from here to here, you know, like that's the, the styles of music that I enjoy, but yeah. So I did want to talk to you about Chips, because that song is straight fire. It, that track is like ridiculous. I love it so much. Thank you. Absolutely. How did that song come about? And then how did the collab with you and Zakra happen? Uh, that song came about from Zakra sending me the beat. So it was those lyrics weren't written before I got the beat. I'm like definitely like a hardcore like beat writer where I usually come up with my song ideas to whatever instrumental I'm writing to. Occasionally, I will come up with, like, hooks in the car or whatever, but, like, generally, it's, like, I write to the beat that the producer sends me. So Zakra had already had that song, like, pretty much fully done, and um, I just went for it, and it was... I wrote that song in January of last year, so kind of, like, full circle moment here as we are in January of this year, and... um, It was during a time when I was just, like, really, you know, like, questioning where life was going and just, like, man, but I gotta make some money, though, and that's kind of where the sentiment of the song came from was just, like, you know, live life, but I gotta make chips. It's, like, I wanna go out and do all the fun shit, but I gotta make money, too, and and just, like, kind (laughs) of, like, that balance of, like, what, like, like having fun and still getting it, but like keeping the hustle alive, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. No, I feel like that's so funny that you said that. Cause I feel like at that time, that's when I started this podcast. Cause I was just kind of like, you know, I'd been out of a job and I just was like, what am I like, what do I need to do? Like, what's the next thing, you know? So like, uh, yeah, I, I totally feel that sentiment, but like having to still like bust the grind to like get, you know, like I, I do this, because I love it and I still but you still have to make the money to do all the things you need to do in life so yeah exactly it's like it's like this messed up like I don't know what do you call that dichotomy I don't know what it is but um like opposing forces that are like going at each other where you're like oh I have like all this creative energy and I I wish that you know that was my job all the time you know but um as it is in this world we 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 gotta like we gotta be a part of society it's just like ugh, man it's just it's, it's the plight of life Boo. 
Yeah, no, seriously, I would say that's, like, the hardest thing in today's, like, society is, is for artists and creatives, you know, like, it's like you have that passion and that drive to do that thing, but you have to still exist with, you know, within the confines of what, you know, what money is and what all these bills are and all this kind of stuff, so it's, like, it's, it's, like, it is hard to navigate that. I find that I, all the artists I've talked to and interviewed, it's, like, that has been a, th- a thing, an issue, you know, it's, like, producing this what you love while also you know having to exist like in within society's confines which is kind of shitty <laughs> and it's crazy because one of the things like all of us are constantly putting out content right but like who is really making money off that is like instagram tiktok like all these big social spotify. media companies and we're creating their content that they yes spotify that they get paid for you know what i mean and it's like we don't make dick but we're putting out the shit that like makes you thrive like it's crazy yeah, no, I read an article um, the other day about, like, how, you know, these streaming services, and, like, don't get me wrong, I, I like, live on Spotify because that's, you know, I pretty much have to. They have, like, really monopolized the music industry, um, but I was reading about mm-hmm. how, like, you know, the breakdown on what pe- what services offer for per stream and stuff like that, and I think Tidal is actually the best. They offer, like, one cent per stream, but, yeah, Spotify and some of these places, it's like, man, like, they are just, they have really they've really become a trap because it's like you have to put your music on Spotify to get noticed, but they don't pay out Mm -hmm. what they should be paying out to the artist. You know, it's like, it's, it's a really catch 22. Yeah. Um, there is this, um, new, it's kind of like a new SoundCloud that you should check out. It's called Audius, Audius audius.com. It's a, yeah, and, Oh, awesome. Mm-hmm. I do love what they're doing because they are paying, I mean, even though they're paying in crypto, they're paying appropriately for, like, you know, yeah. lessons and things like that. But then they're also, too, I think they don't have any limit on what you can put on their, like, thing, and they don't ever, like, increase what you owe them based on how popular you get or how big you get in the in the industry, which I think is really, really cool. Yeah, unlike SoundCloud, which is, like, SoundCloud is, like, I just, like, stopped putting stuff on SoundCloud. It's sad because, like, I'm, like, I, like, started out as a SoundCloud rapper. Like, that's how I even started to find producers back in the day was I put acapellas on SoundCloud and, um, like, people would hit me up with remixes that they made and then I would, like, post the best remixes that I got, the ones that were really fire and... Um, you know, like SoundCloud was great days, but I think Audius is really like m- giving me hope that um, there is going to be like another underground music community that is, you know, off of the streaming platforms and stuff and can actually pay money. But that brings me to a point <laughs> or to uh, yeah. a thing is that I'm actually going to be hosting a remix contest on Audius. Audius hosts remix contests on there and so we'll be doing dropping a remix contest on February 2nd for the first song off of my EP Girl is A Girl is a Gun and so there will be prizes for that and some of the prizes include um, one of my NFTs that I will be dropping coming here soon. So it's like a people remix that track? Yeah, people remix. I'll be putting out the "A Girl Is a Gun" acapella on uh, on Audius 
as a remix contest and Audius will be resharing it from their main page as well. So hopefully, I'm really hoping to get some really dope remixes out of it because I think, um, you know, the more the merrier. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. I, I'm, that's cool that they're, that, that platform is offering um, things like that and like, you know, like, and helping artists in that way. I, I do really believe in, in Audius. I just... I'm like trying to figure out where like there's the break, you know, to like like shift a little bit from Spotify and, and Apple Music and these things to a platform like that. Because I've noticed there have been some larger DJs that have gone over to Audius and um mm-hmm. and larger creators in general. But I feel like there's a weird genre thing with Audius where it's like they're getting a lot of like EDM and and like that style of music artists, but I haven't seen a lot of the other like genres like shift over, you know, and so it'll be exciting to see if that starts happening. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like, it was kind of like that with SoundCloud too. Like SoundCloud was really for electronic music producers. And I think Audius is really for electronic music producers, though I did find a bunch of hip hop on there. But um, it's just cool to know that like there's a community out there that exists that's like doing music in their own way, which is like really amazing and really dope because it's like, it's really needed because... You know, I was really not into music. I didn't like my old name. It was connected to this old, you know, stuff that I was not feeling anymore. And, you know, my friend came to me and she's an engineer and she really was like, hey, you need to like wrap your mind around this NFT thing. And she was like, what if you could actually make money off your music? And she was like, dude, you can't like, you can't stop now, like, you know, and so, yeah. and so, you know, and then that's how the, like, idea came for the name change, because I was like, well, if I'm going to put out a whole project, like, I don't want to give these old people who, you know, aren't for me plays, you know, so, um, yeah. but that's really the, what has really inspired me to really make all the music that I'm making right now is NFTs, because it makes me feel like there is a possibility even though, you know, maybe I won't make money off of it or maybe I won't make that much money off of it. But, like, the, there is now, like, a real physical, digital possibility that I could actually make some return off of the amount of time and energy that I've put into my music. I'm really excited. Um, actually, the NFT that we are dropping is um, for the song The Hatter. Um, which is on the EP, um, 3 a.m. in Frisco. I love that song. And we are, like, launching our Discord um, right now. It's called West Coast Creators, and we're just basically a group of, you know, brown and black females who are um, trying to bring more artists and, like, help people get into the NFT space, and our Hatter NFT will be our first drop. Oh, we love to hear it. We love to hear it. I love that. That makes me very happy that ah. um, y'all are doing that. That's that's really cool. And I will definitely join that Discord, and I will definitely be a part of it, and I will definitely get that NFT. So yay, <laughs> that's so dope. So let's talk about let's talk about it. Let's talk about this EP. So you have an EP coming out on the twenty fifth. Yeah, tomorrow. So my EP is called Three AM in Frisco. It is. I say that it sounds like female pop smoke because I don't know what else to compare it to. It's really dark. Um, 
you know, very, uh, a lot of the songs are, uh, like drill technically. Um, Burr is drill. Um, a girl is a gun is drill. And so, and also the Hatter is drill. So like kind of the overall vibe of the whole EP is kind of just drill music, but I don't rap in a traditional drill way. I just rap like me, but yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. And so, uh, the collabs on there are King Key, who is one of the dopest female rappers from the Bay area. She's amazing. Um, and then dead Pharaoh and then, the producers on the album are Crimes uh, with an exclamation point who is like an OG incredible um, bass music producer who also makes um, hip hop beats and then we have uh, Max91 who produced Burr and Feel Alive it's been a long time coming like most of those songs were written during COVID times as you can probably tell it just kind of comes from a darker, more reflective space, but, you know, still touching on some in-your-face raps with um, Fagin and uh, Burr. But, yeah, I'm just really excited to get it out there into the world. And, like, I'm already working on more music for after this. So I'm just ex- really excited to just be happy about music again. And, like, that's where I'm really releasing it from is like, yay, I'm actually putting out music, guys, and I'm excited about it, you know? Yeah, no, I totally get I, yeah, you sent me the EP early, and um, let me just go ahead and tell everybody listening that it is straight fire. The entire EP is like, really good. I'm really, really into it. Um, I, like, love the sound of every song. Um, so yeah, so on, actually, this, on this episode I would do something a little different than I've done on any of my other interview episodes and I do want to talk about some of the tracks from the EP and then we are going to um, play them Um, yeah so on the Spotify version of the show if you're listening on Spotify then the songs will play after um, we mention them and talk about them Uh, they'll play right there for you Um, yeah so so cool let's talk about I want to talk about track two Fakin Love it. It's so good. Um, so tell me yes. who's featured. There's uh, someone featured on that track. Who's that? Her name is King Key. Q-I-N-G space Q-I. She is um, incredible. If you hear the song, you like it, go listen to all of her music. She is insane. She is just, her bars are just like, she just literally gives zero fucks. <laughs> like, if we're talking about a rapper who gives zero fucks, that Perfect. is kinky. And she's just amazing. And Crimes produced this beat. And, you know, the the lyrics are kind of coming off of, you know, that whole music situation that I was talking about, where is the reason why I changed my name is because drew a line in the sand... I know where you stand. Got it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, I did want to talk about that beat, the beat, the bass part of that beat that's in the background, like on the backtrack. Oh my God. That is filthy in the best way. It is nasty. I love it. It's so good. Like it like it like gets inside of you. Ah, I love it. Yes. Yeah. That's crimes right there. He I when he um I requested a like 
a Bay Area style bass music beat. I was like, I want it to be Bay, but I want it to oh, be bass. It is definitely bass. And I'll tell you that right now. He hit the nail on the head with that one. And then, yeah, I wrote my part, and then King Key wrote her part, and that was like more towards like 2020 during the pandemic but like it you know it didn't re- get, get recorded and then it was like 2020 and we didn't really like have a, we we're gonna put it out and not play a show yeah. like you know what I mean so um it's finally coming out and you know it's awesome one of my favorite rounds of that was uh you grabbing at the strings because my coattails dripping it's like okay <laughs> that that lyric I was like yes please that's so good Ah, thank you. Oh, that makes me so happy when people like say the lyrics because I'm like, oh my God, you are listening. Because a lot of times I feel like people don't really listen to lyrics. And like, I'm such a lyrical rapper. That- uh, for each of the tracks that um, that we're going to talk about, I have lyrics that I pulled from <laughs> each one because yeah, they're like your, your rhyming and your lyric work is like next level to me. I've like, that's why I've been so interested in you because like, you just kill it. Oh my god, thank you so much. You make my heart happy. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, let's talk about uh let's talk about track 3 Burr. I love this one too. It's so good. And it actually is very fitting cuz it is freezing cold in Chicago right now. So it is actually physically yeah. very cold here. Ah. <laughs> 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 uh, but the line, the line in this one, one of the lines, one of the lines in this one that I'm like obsessed with is it's a blizzard and I came with weaponry. Like the fact that you made that rhyme, I was like, oh my God, that's so good. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Um, it's a blizzard and I came with weaponry. Man, I, I really love that song. Like sometimes when I hear a beat, I'm like, okay, mission. We're about to write some really hard shit. Like, you know, it's it, like, Cause that that song's drill and just the homie hit me up with that song and I was like ooh right away I was like all right I got you right now like I think I wrote that in like two days or whatever but I really like to like hit on some like super complex like you know rhythms and cadences and and I'm like a huge fan of Snow the Product absolutely and so I was actually um, talking to her on Clubhouse a lot. Um, during the clubhouse days. Um, and that, yeah, that was like last January time too. And um, I actually got to talk to her a couple times and like just tell her what a big fan I was, how much I support her, how me and all my friends love her to death. And, you know, I had a moment with her where like she got really choked up and like sounded like she was crying. I don't know if she was, but, um, you know, and... Um, so I wanted to like kind of write an ode to snow and you know, she's cold. She's the coldest. So that's awesome. That's amazing. It's, it's cool to hear that the story. I'm also a really big fan of young ma and young ma has a song called, um, called burr. And that's one of my favorite songs by young ma. So, um, they're, they're just like two of my like really like favorite artists out there because they're like, openly gay females and they are badass yeah, we love to do. hear that too i love that's like my favorite thing about the show as well is being able to just like to feature everybody you know i want to feature every kind of artist from everywhere because i feel like certain thing platforms too can you know like still leave out you know marginalized people of color queer people and as a gay man it's like i want 
I wanted this show to really represent the music of every single person from across the world and every and how people are doing it and making like dope music everywhere, you know? Dope. Hell yeah. That's beautiful. Um, I do love the lot too. Uh oh, we go low, we below zero. Like your your rhyming schemes and like how you put together some of your rhymes, it's almost like there's times when I'm listening to it and it's like it shouldn't it almost like shouldn't have rhymed or it shouldn't have even fit in the in like the I don't know, the bar, but like it, you make it like you make it go that way. And it's like, I love that. It's like so interesting. Oh, dope. That's really awesome that you're picking up on those type of like little nuances and stuff. Yeah. I, I, you know, I, I be wondering how I do it sometimes too. I'm like, damn, I fucking said that. That's crazy. Like friends will remind me of bars and I'll be like, oh shit, that is mine. Like I did say that. And they'll be like, yeah, dude. And I'll be like, oh, whoops, I forgot. Cause I have really bad ADDs. So like, it's like a thing where like people are, I'm constantly losing shit and pe- my friends are constantly reminding me of things that I forgot. And one of them happens to yeah. be my bars. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, Chips, like, Chips was, like, my introduction to you. And that song, I was just like, okay, this girl's, like, going in so fucking hard. But then, like, now hearing your EP, I just was, like, so... It, I you, I could hear all the things from Chips that, like, I loved. And then in the seven, like, song, like, forum, you know, like, where I'm just like, okay, like, yes, you have a... You have something to say. And, like, it's... You, you are doing something very interesting in the space, which um, is awesome. I love surprising stuff. Thank you. Yeah, I'm like, I know, like, my stuff is very different, and, like, I fully realize that. It's, like, super different, and I think for a long time, like, I, like, had people that, you know, like, wanted me to be, like, more mainstreamy, or, like, more girly, or, like, more whatever, I don't know, and, or I just had people in my ear who, you know, I probably shouldn't listen to don't yeah if they're telling you not to do what you're doing then don't listen to them (laughs) and (laughs) you know what I mean and and it took me a long time to like get back to you know who I am as a rapper and I think this is a really good representation of like a lot of the different styles that I do like uh like peace and feel alive are like very you know, like from the heart, like reflective and like I have like in your face raps and I can double time, but I can also like lean back on the beat and just like, you know, you know, push out like melodic bars, which is more like a girl that is a gun, you know what I mean? And, And I think that it definitely, the project really shows, you know, what I can do in terms of like, all the different styles that I, I kind of touch on when Absolutely, I rap. Yeah, no, I, I like that about the EP too, is like the track sound have different feels to them, which is like such a quali- a good quality in artists because you don't want to get, you know, I've listened to albums before or EPs that it's like every song is like so much on the same vein where it's like it just bleeds all into one another. But I feel like this one was really, like they, they all complement each other in like such a good way, but they also change it up. Like feel, so I want to talk about track four, Feel Alive. It's funny that you said that about, like, you know, how you change styles, because I feel like up to that point, it's, like, in the same vein a little bit, and then, like, Feel Live came, comes on, and it, like, it just, like, gave me it gave me a different vibe for the EP, and, like, in the perfect moment, and then Peace at the very end, like, finished it off, like, in a perfect way for me. It was, like, I, I liked how you structured the songs on the EP as well. So, thank you. Um, 
Yeah. I, I, I definitely, it took me like I was, the order was something that was like really important and I really like the order that I ended up choosing yeah. for sure. My, uh, my favorite line for feel long, cause I gotta tell you my favorite lyric from every single one, but it was, um, uh, where to, mm-hmm. where to function in the living room, out the window, up in plume. I was like, plume, did you see the word plume? Like, <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> Yeah, because of all the fires and stuff, and, like, that song is... I I know it says Bonnie and Clyde, which is a very, like, heteronormative uh, whatever, but it's actually... That song is about a girl um, (laughs) who I was dating at one point. Yeah, man, that song... I fucking love that song. I don't know. It's just... It's about love during the pandemic. It's, like... It's like, do I do I want to find the true love of my life, or do I want to have somebody to to hold my hand while I look at the world burning? Like, you know what I mean? It's like choices. Okay. <laughs> do you know that? Do you know the song, the big song that was on TikTok, the um, Adam Bob song? Oh no, I don't. No, I gotta look it up. Yeah, it's um. Uh, it's originally a guy that did it, but then this girl like did like her version on TikTok. Um, uh, and it's like literally about these a couple like sitting and watching TV um, as the atom bombs like falling from the sky. And they're just like, well, what do we do? Let's we'll just watch TV together as, as, as this shit goes up, you know? Yeah, dude. Yeah, that's that's basically the sentiment of this song for sure. And I, I, I really like that song because like, Honestly, in my my old discog- discography of Raquel Devar and stuff, like I was like always like a strictly like I don't write love songs, like you know what I mean. Like I don't talk about relationships in my songs, and then I don't know, like that was like like immediately after I met this person, I was like I gotta go write this song right now. <laughs> love during the pandemic. <laughs> if anybody figures out how to do it, let me know. It all well, yeah. That's what I'm saying. It all forms. Like, yeah, I've been married for I've been married for three years. Been my with my husband for seven years, and even even in a relationship, even in a you know marriage, like it's figuring that stuff out during the pandemic. Like we, you know, before like we're going to our separate jobs and like you know like had like you have somewhat of a like of your own life, and then all of a sudden it was just like me and him and our dogs in our house for a year. You know, just like so I think all relationships were just kinda like tested in that in that moment, you know? So Yeah. Totally. But I wanna talk about the Hatter again, track six. That song is also fire. I mean every song on the EP for anybody listening is fire, but yeah. Tell me about the Hatter. The Hatter is a collab between me and Dead Pharaoh. She is my best friend, um, you know, and she we used to perform together a lot when we were both living in Portland, and now she lives in Atlanta. And um, we wrote that song. And, yeah. <laughs> How the story goes is I wrote a 16, Christina, or Dead Pharaoh wrote an 8, and then she was like, why is yours a 16? And I was like because it's a 16 and then she was like oh well I'm gonna go back and finish my verse and then she's like and then uh there's this other review on this other um uh interview people this guy who interview 
reviews and interviews people. He's out in New York City and he like gave me my album review and he was like, except for Dead Pharaoh murked you on the, on her verse on on uh, the Ouch. Hatter. And I was like, I was like, yeah, dude. I was like, I was like, if I was like, if anybody was gonna murk me on a song, I would have okay. you be my best friend. <laughs> you know what I mean? And still put that shit out because. Because the song is fire. Sorry, I was going to ask whose line was um, syllables popping off my tongue like it's hot sauce. Who did that? Who was that? Dead Pharaoh. Syllables talking. Syllables popping off my tongue like it's hot sauce. Like it's pop rocks. Oh God, it's so good. Colder emotions and motherfuckers on the block. My favorite bar from her verse is colder emotions than motherfuckers (laughs) on the block. Um, I love it. (laughs) I love it. Yeah. We just we just actually recorded. another song together this weekend i just spent a week with um her in portland even though now i'm back in the bay but we we just drove back yesterday but we spent a whole week together like making music we um made another song it's called money mantra and um it'll be probably dropping pretty soon after the ep and we made a music video for it and everything so It'll be our first music video together with oh, my yeah. bestie. So I can't wait I'm to see that. Stoked. That's gonna be awesome. It fits the EP perfectly, so I'm like, I'm, that's cool that that's how the story worked out because it really, it really flows with the rest of the EP like so good. Totally, and I think that without that song, it's less. It, it bangs less. It's less of a slapper. You know what I mean? And with that song, it's a certified slapping EP. You know. I mean, it's a, it, honestly, each of these tracks by themselves are all slap. They are all slappers. Okay. This, I'm talking about, like, I, when you said this to me, I listened to it Thank through, you. like, and my husband was watching me listen to it, and I'm just, like, like, doing this dank face, like, in my living room, just like, what is going on here? And then I've listened to it so many times since then. <laughs> <laughs> Dope, man. That makes me so happy. You don't even know, because I feel like, you know, it's just like, you know, once you find somebody who enjoys your music, who you've literally never met before and like, don't like, you're not homies, you don't have any mutual friends who's just like, oh my God, I love your shit. Like that is like, wow. Like, you know, that's I mean? the power. I mean, that honestly is the power of music. And I've talked to, I've talked to about this to other artists is like, yeah, the people I've interviewed, you know, I, I've like sought, I've, I, I go through and I listen. I mean, I listen to tons of music. I listen to music all day, every day, all the time for the show because I'm always trying to find new artists to feature so like for me it's like when something hits me it's like it's I that's what happens I feel it you know and so like when I when I'm telling people or artists or interviewing them or talking to them about the, my love for their music it's because like I actually had I've had moments like in my living room where I've like you know been twerking my ass off to your music or I've been you know like just like getting down and like listening to it all the time like that's I've, like, I've felt it so it's like I don't you know I'm not just like I'm not just, like, offering up artists on my show that um, I'm like, oh, maybe the people like this person. No, it's like, I like that person. Like, I like that music. That music, like, hit me. Like, so. Yeah, I feel you on that. And I'm, like, I put out um, a, a playlist. You can find it on my Spotify page. It's called Underground ADD. And, like, I'm like you. Like, I listen to tons of music, and I listen to tons of different genres of music. Like, I have friends who are, like, R&B singers. Like, I have friends who are electronic music producers. Like, I listen to so much, like, different kinds of music. Mostly recently, I haven't really been listening to electronic music. But the point of what I'm saying is, is like, yeah, like, I love, like, listening to other people's, you know, music all the time. And, like, I just, you know, I just, the ability to, like, share 
what hits you is yeah. so awesome. And so I think I'm going to be putting out like playlists like periodically just because I want to show other people like what inspires me and like what makes me want to dance in my car and like, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I have a I have a playlist on Spotify called Autopsy of a Mood and it's like a bunch of artists that I featured on the show and I'm like constantly adding to it just cuz yeah, I'm finding new stuff all the time, you know. Um but yeah, I think that's like for me that's what the show is like it's brought so much joy to me because I was making playlists before I started the show and I had enough people that were like, "Why don't you turn this into like a, you know, a podcast or something that we can listen to each week to like, you know, get like hear new music cuz it's like people a lot of people don't like dive into music fully and so they get caught up listening to the same exact people or the same exact artists over and over again and I feel like that's kind of what's led to the mainstream a little bit where it's like people don't even realize how much music there is out there it's insane it's insane like I won't even be able to hear even a percent of all the music that's being made and there's people out there doing some amazing shit I mean just like some like next level shit so yeah that's a super good point that you make there is like there is literally so much art out there for people to explore and I think that especially when we're adding in the factor of NFTs and all you know this this how things are gonna change like you know like what is the mainstream really let's let's make it go away I mean I know we all have guilty pleasures you know like yes I will listen to Gucci Mane but it's just like that's the tip of the iceberg and it's like you have the whole entire internet to like go exploring to find stuff that's awesome and that's not the mainstream so if you have a problem with the mainstream you should probably do that and and go get on some spotify's and like look up playlists i feel like i've like slept like it's made me like almost anxious because i'm like oh my god how many artists have i slept on that I have not, like, discovered that are out there just making, like, you know, I mean, I've featured, so I recently just featured, it makes me nervous. I'm like, who am I missing? Like, like, is there someone out there making a sound that I want to hear? Like, I featured this one girl, Lena Pash, who is from this, like, small Ukrainian village, and she is out here making some, like, disgusting beats, and, like, just, like, her, like, she's a badass. You should look her up. Alina Pash is her name, but she is like, and she literally like her inspiration is from being this really small village in Ukraine and growing up in a super Christian household. And she is just like putting out these like bangers, like just amazing shit. So I really like what you said about like, it gives you anxiety <laughs> to like, feel like there might be like some amazing artist out there that you haven't discovered. Like, and like, Dude, like, that is, like, the joy of, like, just, that's just, like, the epitome of, like, what, like, a digger is or a DJ is, you know what I mean? Somebody who's just, like, knows that something exists that's good and, like, you gotta find it. And I I just feel like we need more people like that in this world because, you know, a lot of people just, like, only want to, like, listen to what they're yeah, fed exactly. and what their friends listen to and whatever and like the curiosity is like so awesome so I just love the energy that you have yes it's been the best it's been the best part about doing this show is getting that feedback from people you know they're just like like thank you for like introducing me to this artist thank you for you know I would never would have even like heard of this person or known about them uh, and also, too, it's really the basis of Category Is and why me and my friends love it so much is because we can all play that game with each other and throw out tracks based on certain themes, and we all discover music that we never heard before. And it's just like, oh, okay, like, like that's awesome. Like, you related that to this category because of this artist, you know, like, so. 
Okay, so I do want to talk about uh, track seven, the last track on the EP, Peace. I like that it has almost like a different vibe from every other track as well. Thank you. I love that song. So yeah, tell me about it. Yeah, so Peace is like really like, I say that I have like a few different rap styles, right? And Peace is like one of my that song really represents one of my like rap styles that is just basically me reflecting on life and like talking about my life and like my my personal journey and i i really love that song like i like i think at one point when i was writing that song i was like crying you know what i mean because i just like you know, I just really wanted some peace in in the world, and you know, uh, like I really, I really love you know, like the the hook, like you know, give me a moment, I need a focus to see, and it's like, like we all need, you know, some type of like calm or center to be able to like make decisions for Absolutely. our future. And it's like sometimes you just need to get your bearings straight before you can really think about your next decision. And yeah, that's like really where that song comes from. Yeah, you can feel that. You can feel that in the track. Um, like the line that you say, uh, late night shaking hands with the demons. Ooh, that like that one got like that was like hit me, that lyric. Daytime say they something to believe in. Late night shaking yeah. hands with the demons. Yeah, it's like everybody is like the wolf in sheep's clothing. I really like the first, like the first bar where I'm going. I ain't knowing is like that's literally where I was at in my life. I was just like sitting in my room, like I have zero yeah. direction. I have no idea what I'm gonna do with my future. I don't know what life is gonna throw at me, and like. You know, like I just need to take yeah. a moment so that I can get to the next. I really, one, I really liked um, the line two: "Underwater, still breathing. No need to posture. I'm seasoned. Like no need to posture. I'm seasoned." That uh, like I think I like made an audible sound when you wrapped that lyric. I was like, <laughs> "What did she just say?" It was so good. Yeah, I mean, I think. Um, well, how it's, did it uh, go? Uh, it says uh, "Underwater, part? still breathing." The, I mean the way you the way you oh underwater yeah, the way you so it, it says, uh no need no need to oh, posture yeah. I'm seasoned I was like yep that's it yeah that's kind of like that's kind of I like that bar too because it's like um how do I say that like I definitely I have been around the block in terms of rapping for yeah. a while. So that's where that bar comes from is like, I don't really need to like prove myself as a rapper. Like I know that I can do this, have done this, used to play shows all the time. And I think a lot of people. That's what I pulled from the lyric. Or that's what I heard in it was you almost saying like, like underwater still breathing. It's like you, you know, like, you have tried to find direction in what you're doing and like, you know, figure out like, like even just like you said, you're sitting in your room, you like don't know what the future is, but you still know like what you're doing. Like you still like know that you love to rap. You still know like you know, like you're good at it and you've been doing it for a long time. So that's kind of like what I got from that was almost like, what's the next step. But 
I'm talented. Like, I know, like, you know, I know that I, <laughs> like, you got this. Yeah, totally. Right. Yeah. It's like, um, we all got to remind ourselves of Absolutely. that sometimes, you know, we all need to remind ourselves that we actually know what the fuck <laughs> we're doing, even though we think that we don't. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I mean, I, I have to do that literally every single day. So. <laughs> yeah, me too. With with the hardcore ADD I have, I'm like, I'm basically like, what am I doing? Okay, I'm doing this. Wait, yeah. what was I doing? Okay. Uh, yeah. like, same, same. Like that is my my lots of my life. Okay, so that so the EP um, <laughs> drops tomorrow. Um, I yeah, I've been lucky enough to already have experienced it and I've listened to it um, so many times that I've been listening to it so many more times but it'll be the EP will be um, out on every platform correct so people can go and start streaming it yep out everywhere tomorrow I think it might come out at midnight I'm gonna be checking my phone (laughs) yeah so everybody please go stream um, the CP and listen to it you will not regret it it is honestly next level Oh, so yeah, the EP is called 3AM in Frisco, and that is because I'm a San Francisco baby, and that is where I am always going to be back to, and always, and it's, you know, I have a lot of California references in all of my raps all the time, because I'm a very proud San Francisco Cali native, so yes. Okay, now I do want to play, real quick, before we go out here, I want to play Category Is... With you, and I've already uh, kind of talked, uh, you know, talked to you about what it is. Yes, of course, yeah. I want to play. So the uh, first category um, I wanted to base mm-hmm. off of your episode that I featured you on. So the episode that I featured you on was "What Happens in Vegas Stays in Vegas" because I was literally about to go the next week to Vegas to go to EDC, <laughs> and so I needed a playlist just to, like get me ready to party with my best friend in Vegas, and so I just needed like bangers, and Chips went on that playlist of yes. course because chips like gets me in the mood to um go out and shake my ass <laughs> and so uh i uh yeah so i wanted to ask you if you like let's say you're about to go on vacation with your besties um uh dead pharaoh let's say y'all are about to go on vacation and just like tear it up in a city what song are you listening to right before you do that ah! to get you pumped up oh uh so- Snow the product all day. Snow the product, shut up. Snow the product all. Snow the product all day, every day. Uh, that is our okay. girl. We yes. love her. So Can you give me much. one more artist that would... that? Or that... Yeah. Um, I would say... Um, well, yeah. and it, well, it, One more artist and then a specific track from that artist. Okay. I guess if I was going to Vegas... <laughs> With all of my besties, and we wanted to get pumped up to go to the club, we would play Young M.A., there Bad Fish There it is. <laughs> we love to hear it. <laughs> okay, the next category that I wanted to present to you is what I actually ask every artist um, that I interview. And it's actually changed because we've gone into the new year. But I used to ask them um, what artist or song made 2020 a little less of a dumpster fire, but now it's got to be what artist or song made 2021 a little less of a dumpster fire because they both were dumpster fires. So, like, pretty much what artist or song got you through the year and just, like, made you feel good about it? <laughs> Ooh, I would have to say Young T and Bugsy. Um, they are um, Afrobeat okay. artists. And um, this one song called Big Business um, that is 
yeah, my jam. It goes bigness. I can't even do it, but it's, it's, it's. I secretly do this to just get new artists from everybody too. <laughs> oh yeah. Totally. Oh yeah. Girl, yes. Yes. Hey, I love it. Yeah. I love it. Um, but yeah, Young T and Bugsy is, they are, um, they did the song, you know, that was really popular, um, like last summer, um, or like, I think it was 2020, um, that was Don't Rush, Slow Touch, like a Oh, yeah, yeah, I think, I think I know. And Don't Rush, Slow Touch, you, yeah, you'll probably, you probably know it if you heard it, but they are like, yo, their whole discography is Insane! Like every single song from them awesome. is fire, fire all day. Like every there single y'all go. song, you heard it here. It's insane from Raquel. It's all like super, um, like dancey Afro beat, like club I love it. vibes. I love that. Awesome. Well, I'll be looking that up the second we get off this interview. Hey, dope! Hell yeah! So Raquel, thank you so much for uh, speaking with me. I did want you really quick, if you don't mind, just uh, letting people know how they can find you. Um, if you'll just like throw out your handles on social media platforms and just like, yeah, in general, anything else you want to say, but how people can find you and your music. Um, you can find me everywhere. Um, by typing in Raquel, all caps, R A A Q E L. My IG has like a dot and an underscore because somebody already has that name, but, um, you will be able to find me by just searching that. But, on all platforms where you can listen to music, you can find me by searching R A A Q E L. So I added an A and dropped the U. So, um, and please, 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 um, go listen to my EP 3 AM in Frisco. It just is dropping tonight. Yes. And if you listen to uh, this episode, you'll be able to, um, like uh, every song will be, uh, plugged in and you'll be able to like go straight from the episode to Raquel's page on Spotify and check her out and check the EP out. Um, but you'll be, you'll be hear all the tracks that we talked about. You'll be able to hear them directly through the, uh, the episode as tell your friends about this episode as well. Um, Raquel, you are amazing and I am so excited to hear yes, definitely. Um, the music that you come out with in the future and the things thank you do you. in the future. Cause you have been making me dance, um, in my living room during this pandemic. So thank you for that. Oh my God. Thank you so much for listening. And like, I'm definitely going to go listen to the podcast and keep supporting. And, um, yeah, maybe I'll even like send you some songs on the DM and be like, Hey, you should check this out. Cause I always love oh my gosh. sharing new music. Please, um, with please, people. please do. So, I've like, yeah. have a, I've done that with a couple artists where I've like, we've like kept a touch hardcore and just shared music. So I will do the same for you if you do that for me. Um, yeah, I love learning about new shit yes. all the time. So Okay, yes. I will send you some dope. Yeah, I'll definitely send you some links. It was so great to meet you. Yeah. And thank you for representing people who are different. Oh my gosh, absolutely. Space. That's the whole, the mission, the mission of this podcast. Oh, well, you have a really good night. Happy Monday. Motu, 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 motu,